0: Welcome to Gracefully Imperfect, a podcast for the all-encompassing Black man, the professional, the entrepreneur, the student, the family man, the father, and the everyday survivor. I am your host, Semantic Seven, and on this journey together, we will discuss all things related to fatherhood and parenting, morality, and ethics, striving to become mentally healthy, our role within our households and our family, health and fitness. And I dare not to forget, there'll be a lot of sharing of our personal developmental stories that have shaped us who we are today so let's go on this journey together and center our consciousness relax our mind off we go to the depths below love, blessings, and abundance to all of you tuning in on this Friday or whatever day you're tuning in in your respective location. And I just want to say that I am honored and privileged to be able to host another episode. This podcast means the world to me. It has given me so much self-assurance it has created so much self-determination in my mind body and heart and all I want to do no matter how many subscribers I have no matter if I'm getting reviews or not is continuously push the message that it is essential to seek your own truth and do not allow your past transgressions and injustices to define who you will be and to define where you're going. I don't take any episode for granted. And I just want to express my gratitude for all of you tuning in on whichever device whatever elite uh, streaming platform. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you. I know from the, from the intro, it says that this podcast is for the all-encompassing black man. I do want a caveat, though. I do want a caveat that to let everybody else who doesn't fit that Uh, social and cultural membership to know that the black man cannot do this by themselves. The black man cannot operate a family by himself. He cannot grow in different domains of life without support assistance, love, and compassion. And so, even though the intro says the all-encompassing black man, the door is wide open for all of those who support, associate, and affiliate themselves with the black man. I want Anyone who's not considered a black man to know that this podcast is for you. If you champion black men and their development and their transcendence to becoming great and becoming well and becoming fruitful in any of their life endeavors, this is for you. I'm thinking about today's episode. A lot of things happen, by the way. And uh, I would love to get into every single thing that has caught my attention and made me have to sit down and thoroughly and diligently reflect on the meaning of the experience. However, I was able to drill it down to a particular area of parenting that comes natural for some and has to be nurtured in others. And so the essential question of the day is, how do we as parents make an emotional impact on our children? In particular, how do we make an immediate emotional impact on our children? I want to preface this conversation with what has happened the last few days. My daughter, bless her soul. Every night we do story time after we brush our teeth and pick our clothes out and get situated for school the next day. And every single time that I hug my daughter and say goodnight she says to me can i sleep in my bed first then i can sleep in mommy and daddy's bed for context she tends to wake up in the middle of the night nightmare has to use the bathroom or just because she wakes up and rather than going to bed, she rather come into the bed of my wife and I and sleep with us. And so every night I say to her, uh-huh, okay, baby, but you sleep in your bed first. And so Lately, she has been sleeping in her bed. She has been able to, for whatever reason, stay asleep throughout the night. These last three days, though, she's been coming in in the middle of the night. And we keep a little pallet right next to our bed. Pallet has pillows. It actually has two. Um, two little mattresses. Uh, a Multiple blankets, multiple sheets, two pillows. And that's her little area that we set up every night if she decides to come in. And these last three days, rather than going to the to the pallet. She's been snuggling right next to me, not next, right under me. And these last three days have been quite peculiar because she's been, you know, sleeping in her sleeping in her bed lately, or she'll go to the pallet. So why am I telling you all this story? I'm telling you this story because as she is snuggling under me, next to me, I embrace it wholeheartedly. And even though my initial reaction was different, my response to to that was to relish in that moment the moment of her choosing me as her safety blanket. And what I've realized from these last three days, which culminates into a more broader perspective, is that children, even as they get older, and go through their teenage years to early adulthood and on. They just want tenderness and affection. Yes, tenderness and affection. You know, we all are emotional beings. We are all beings who are hardwired to feel the sensations of what we experience in our environment, in the physical world. And those different physical sensations, they elicit different responses. Regardless of the responses, psychological, emotional. Behavioral, social. Different responses are called for different physical sensations. That. Flow through our body. And so. For children. And being parents who are compassion focused, who exercise empathy, who are considerate of the long term mental healthiness of the child, we aim to be more attuned to those needs. Even it's, even when it's not explicit or verbalized. In that moment, my daughter was sound asleep. And I could have reacted by waking her up. Telling her to go back to her bed. Or telling her to go to the pallet. I could even woke her up by picking her up and taking her to one of those two locations. However, the, the subtext to all, to that situation of her just laying there under me is that she was looking for safety security and comfort. Um, I'm not trying to be suggestive. But I may know what you're thinking. She has to learn to sleep by herself. She has to learn to be independent when it comes to bedtime routines and I won't I won't argue with any of those different points of view but without context you have to discern with immediacy on how to show up for your child and what I love about tenderness and affection Is that it is a practice of immediacy. By looking at your child, by assessing the environment, by assessing your child's deportment, you can make a very educated decision. On how you will respond to that and in that moment of my back nodding up my legs not able to stretch to its full extension I chose to respond by kissing her gently on the forehead, putting my arm around her and bringing her even more closer than what, than where she was. To me, tenderness and affection can either be natural Or it has to be cultivated and nurtured in order for it to become a ingrained quality. My wife, when we first started having children, especially during the infant stages, exercised tenderness and affection all the time without any question, without any hesitation. It didn't come second nature to me at all. And my initial, my initial rationale was, well, she has enough tenderness and affection for both of us. Or my favorite one was at least one parent is given them tenderness and affection. What I realized more importantly during my wife's second pregnancy is that t- the tenderness and affection is something that should just be organic and it doesn't matter if they're getting it from one other from one other person and in this situation one other parent what are their needs that is the question and their needs all children needs is to feel loved is to feel seen is to feel heard to feel valued and because of that realization I wanted to become a close companion with tenderness and affection that means for me every moment that presents in, that presents itself as an opportunity to strengthen that emotional intimacy with my children i try to show up and seize the moment In particular, I have a son who's nine years old, and he is a rambunctious, high-energy, sweet, kind, loving, energetic boy. <laughs> Raise your hand if you you're speaking my language right now. And with him, he's always been slightly emotionally detached. And when I say that for context, he doesn't always initiate. When he wants loving and affection. And so as his father. As someone who wants him to be connected with those physical sensations in his body and the feelings that are feeling his his mind and his thought process, I want him to become very connected with that. Because in order to become connected with the world, you have to be connected with yourself. And it's our job as parents to condition our children to become interconnected with the world. Going back to my son, he doesn't always communicate verbally or non-verbally that he wants affection. Oh, but he does. He really does want it. And so what I've learned from his deportment is that when he becomes extra rowdy, When he becomes verbose or he does particular things that are incomprehensible, don't make any sense. As if he wants attention, he wants someone to look his way and validate his presence. My response to that now is I see that you want to be seen baby. And I see you. Do you would you like a hug? And every single time my boy caves in and says yes. I would like a hug. There are other situations when even when we're out in public, I'll hold my children next to me. I'll kiss them on their forehead. I'll whisper in their ears. tell them let them know that I love them. You're my favorite little person. And what I love about tenderness, affection, and affection is that you can do it during the good times and you can do it during the moments of pain, of sadness. And even when your children are going through dark times, I think that that is the more natural uh, time to implement tenderness infection is during those during, during the woes of life. You scrape a knee, you bump your head, you're embarrassed because of something at school transpired. You feel imu- humiliated. Those times are very self-evident that in that moment in time, the children needs are affirmation, comfort, warmth, understanding. And in the good times kids want to be celebrated they want to be praised they want to be affirmed of their strengths their efforts their commitment they want to be acknowledged for their triumphs and their resilience to overcome obstacles and hurdles So when I think of immediate emotional impact. Regardless of. The child's. Developmental. Lifespan and where they are in that. Tenderness and affection can go a long way. It can show that child that. I am here with you in the here and now I recognized, I recognize your pain. I recognize your contentment. I will celebrate with you in times of joy. And I will show you compassion and unconditional resolve when you feel dejected. Tenderness and affection is how I create emotional impact for my children. How do you create an emotional impact for yours I want to leave you all with the quote of the day. And I chose this quote because I value what this individual stands for as a father and how being a father and being so involved in fatherhood is his first priority second to none the quote is being a father is an everyday challenge it goes on and on Dwayne wade as you all are in different spaces of the world going through different journeys What I ask you is just evaluate what tenderness and affection means to you with your children in your household and what you can do to create that emotional impact with immediacy that generates a strong connection between you and your children. I want to thank you all for listening to me and trusting me and trusting this space for another episode in another week. And I just want to say that this platform is not going anywhere. It's here for the long run. So I asked to I ask all of you who's listening to give your feedback. We're on Instagram at semantically underscoring. Perfect. Follow, follow the podcast. And also we have an email where you can send your testimonial, send us your story, send us an essential question of the day that you would like addressed. And the email is poetic semantics, seven and gmail.com. Ashley. Subscribe to the podcast via anchor or Spotify or even Apple podcast. Check those stars. Send us a review about how you feel about the podcast and if it's resonating with you and the impact that it's having on your day-to-day. This has been a privilege. I'm honored to do this and I can't wait to share with you all on the next episode. Peace and love, everybody.